Hey, this is Al Petrari from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and you're with my buddy John over at Iron City Rocks. See you guys soon. Hey, this is Jeff Scott Soto, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Turn it up, baby. Hey, this is John Oliva, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks, so crank it up, or I'll come in to get you. of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal talk on the net. Episode 450, it's now December as you're listening to this, and if you've been a fan of the show for any length of time, you know that every December we have the Trans-Siberian Orchestra on the show. I think this is the ninth time out of like 11 years and uh, admittedly, I was a little concerned early in the year that we weren't going to have anything to talk about. And then they announced they're going to be doing a full-on live stream show on December 18th uh, in an arena. All the pyro and visuals you expect from a TSO show. So what good is that going to be for you? Well, for 30 bucks, you can have the whole family gather around and watch this thing. Uh, and you get access, I believe, for a week or so after the show to watch it again. So... Really, uh, might be the cheapest way you get to see the uh, TSO live ever. So, uh, if you go to tsolivestream.com, you can find ticket information, the T-shirt information, all that stuff. So, we wanted to talk to drummer Jeff Plate, who's been on the show before, great metal drummer. Uh, talk about what this experience is going to be like. Obviously, this is somewhat old hat for him and somewhat brand new, which is uh, for the first time I think in the in our time in talking to TSO, a chance to talk to them about doing something truly different. I mean, obviously, every musician is doing something different this year. And then coming out of the interview, we're going to play you a little bit of uh, new music from Jeff uh, with another project we'll talk about on the other side of the interview. So without further ado, here's some Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Jeff Plate. So tell me Christmas, are we wise To believe in things we never see just wishes in disguise And all these wishes being Must it leave when you have gone away? 
home this Christmas day Back to Iron City Rocks for, I believe this is the ninth year in a row with the TSL, uh, welcoming Jeff Plate. How you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing great, man. Thanks. Great to have you back. And I have to say this year, probably more so than any year, it is great to have you guys on the show because I think until just a few weeks ago for us that knew this was coming, we weren't sure we were going to see anything from you guys this year. So... Uh, you guys announced today, uh, just this morning, uh, the live stream, which will be coming out in December. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, the decision to go forward with, you know, the production and the work that goes into this to do it as a live stream? Well, I, I think it was just a matter of we're watching a lot of other acts do these live streams, and they seem to be fairly successful, and, and a lot of them, you know, look really good. It's something that we felt that we could probably do as well or better. And, you know, honestly, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra shows and tours have just become such a tradition for for so many people. It would have been a shame if we weren't trying to make this happen. So so the management, the O'Neill family, our production team, you know, this has been going on for months trying to figure this out. And, and they came up with a plan to, uh, to do this, to keep us safe, to present a, a great show. And once everything kind of fell into place, then the announcement was made. So, you know, honestly, the more I think about this and talk about it, the more excited I am. I, I think this is going to be very unique, and it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I know as a fan, I remember back when having the privilege to talk to Paul, um, asking him about a, a DVD, and he was a little hesitant. Um, 
I remember, if I remember his answer correctly, it's been a number of years, but he had said, you know, he was concerned because he always loved the energy of a live audience. And I'm sure everyone loves the mm-hmm. energy of a live audience, but unfortunately that's not an option now. Are you guys doing this as kind of a full on, you know, 90 minute concert shoot or will there be some other footage mixed in all of the, the first DVD from the TSO? There's going to be some interview footage and some offstage footage, but I, the show itself, you know, from start to finish, we are going to present the show as it is a concert. Um, we're going to have Brian Hicks doing the doing the narration. We are we are performing Christmas Eve and other stories, which is our the very first CD that we released and the very first tour that we did. So that's one of the that's one of the fan favorites. And um, yeah, you know, from for the 90 minutes that that will that will encompass the show itself. Uh, some of the extra stuff is you know that that's probably to, to be determined. Yeah, and it's interesting. I mean, you guys, I guess one of the, the, the questions I had first off was, you know, as far as selecting the musicians, you've perpetually had two bands rolling across the country um, for two months of the year. Did you guys, I mean, is it just sort of a, boy, this is a little bit of a luxury. We don't have to worry about everyone's logistics and availability, or, or how did you go about selecting whom will be playing with you that night? Well, I think the decision came... You know, from the O'Neills, I think they wanted to present Christmas Eve and other stories. This will be the 25th anniversary of that. Actually, next year will be. But the core group of guys that were there from the very beginning of this, and, and I'm speaking of myself, Al Petrelli on guitar, Chris Caffrey on guitar, and Johnny Middleton on bass. You know, we, we were the we were the four members from the band Sabotage that have been in Trans-Siberian Orchestra from the very beginning. So... That had a lot to do with it. We, we were also the core of the band when we did the Beethoven's Last Night Tour several years ago. So I believe that's where that, you know, the decision to use that lineup came in. But, uh, you know, some singers are still in flux. I, I think we have a couple decisions to be made there. But uh, if you saw the Beethoven's Last Night Tour, that's basically the, uh, the lineup that you're going to see on stage. Is this, as a drummer, I mean, you're kind of back and above the crowd, Um does this kind of afford you a unique opportunity in that you're going to have like a camera and people can see you really easy for the first time? You know, you guys are always kind of up there and a little out of the sight lines in some respects as the drummer. That's an interesting question. I, I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know how they're going to go about filming this. Um, I know the team of people that we have doing this are going to going to really do something something unique and something very cool but but to that point yes i i will not have uh i i won't yeah the sight line should be a little bit different although there are a number of people that come to see tso that, that love to sit up on the sides just because then they get to see me a little bit better they get to see some other you know bits of the performance that uh, that they normally don't see if they're on the floor yeah, you're absolutely right. I had the opportunity to catch Kiss from like the you know up on the in the you know regular seats, but kind of in the side of the stage, and, and you got to watch Eric Singer, and it's really kind of like a master class when you get that angle to watch a drummer. But um, I think it'll be fantastic to get to you get your day in the sun without uh, Chris's mug up uh, hogging all the sight lines. Um, from from a from the spectacle of the show, obviously when you're in the audience, you know, seeing this in an arena, you know, you've got 
the the bombastic nature of the fireworks, which adds obviously visual, but it also adds acoustics to the show. You know, those got they've got to be timed perfectly and look perfect. Um, do you guys talk about how things like that translate different to visual media like streaming as opposed to what they do to an audience in an arena? Oh, man. You know, I, all I really know about the production that we're using is it's going to be a lot of lights, and we're going to have lasers, and I'm sure there's going to be fog. Uh, as far as any effect like that, I really have no idea what we are going to use to be honest with you. So that that would be a little tough to answer. You know, it, it kind of touches on something you said earlier that, that Paul said, you know, about his reluctance to do a DVD because it didn't capture that. Well, that's part of it. And I think this is going to be the challenge of, of this, this team here to make this show, you know, for the people that have seen TSO with, with everything, snow falling on your head, the fire, the explosions, the this or that, we're not going to be able to quite do that. But what can we do to measure up to that so people can watch the show and say, yes, that's definitely TSL. That's definitely going to be the challenge for these guys. And, hey, I got total confidence in it. I, I Every year I come into rehearsals, I do not know what the show is going to look like, but I know it's going to be awesome, and it always is. So I still have that faith in these guys. Absolutely. And it, it, it is such a – it's a different way to pro- – you know, promote the band, but it also, and I've brought this up with small bands, large bands, this gives you an opportunity to reach eyes that may not be able to come see you. You know, you know you're know, you not saying, okay, like, you know, I, I personally live in, in the Pittsburgh market, but sometimes, you know, depending on the weather or other things going on, it's not always easy to get this, you know, to, to carve out one night to come see the band um, when you happen to be in a town. And that's true with any touring act. But in a situation like this, you guys, I think, in, in a brilliance, or you know, if you purchase the live stream, it's up for a couple of days. You have a potential to reach so many more eyeballs, you know, and, and it's very affordable um, entertainment in that regard. So yeah. I, I applaud that decision, you know, especially not I, just I doing totally it as agree. a one-off. You know, it's up for the 90 minutes of the show and then it's over. You know, the fact that someone can go back and rewatch part of it or you know hey you know grandma's coming over tomorrow come over and watch this you know kind of thing that's a sure. really really brilliant idea it's uh it, it is the reality that even though we've done all these tours and we played to all these people there's just that many and more that have never seen us and the holidays are a busy time of year like you said i mean factor in weather you know Everything that's going on during November and December, sometimes people just it just doesn't line up for them. But yeah, this is a way that hey, you know, we're coming right to your living room. You know, it's, it's streaming through our through our website. Most people have the ability to run this through their TVs, run it through your sound system, invite a bunch of people over for thirty bucks. It's a really really reasonable price for for what we're going to do. But to your point, I think it is definitely going to going to broaden our our fan base. A lot of people will get to see this in a, not only the fans that we have see this, see us in a different light, but fans that never have. This is a great introduction. You know, they get turned on to what we're doing, and hopefully we can see them in a the show. Yeah, because, I mean, you guys, obviously, you really pound the pavement when it comes to getting to cities, but there are obviously markets that it just isn't cost prohibitive, and more probably more importantly, time prohibitive to get into a, yep. a you know a smaller to mid-sized market you know without yep. dragging this tour out into late august to december um so this really gives you know 
you know the oddest outback places in in Alaska and things like that that you wouldn't be able to get to. So really a wonderful idea. As far as is the amount of work and preparation, I mean this is going to take you guys probably as much if not more preparation from a you know a, a getting to do this. But obviously you you mentioned this is the kind of the core band. I mean is do you guys have to anticipate an extra rehearsal or even potentially less because you're doing with with kind of the the veterans of this show? Well, we've, we've played these songs a lot. We haven't played them together a lot, so that's that's a factor. Um, I don't foresee this being, you know, this should not take too long to actually get this together, but just being able to do this in this fashion is, is where it gets a little tricky because we got to make sure that this thing, you know, really looks and sounds great. I, I think, um, and also, too, you know, as we're going to do this show, we, we are keeping the cast and crew, everybody involved, in a bubble. You know, the, it's just, just to protect ourselves. Obviously, COVID-19 is something we've got to be very concerned about. So this is going to be something where the longer people are around, you know, the more chance there is to to open ourselves up to something like that, somebody getting infected. So we're not going to cut ourselves short, but I think that there is going to be a time limit on, you know, that we've got X amount of time to do this. And now we've got to we've got to do this show, and we've got to nail it. Everybody's a pro. I, I mean, I know personally myself. I'll just start shedding on this stuff a couple weeks before we get out there, and we should be able to put this thing together fairly quickly. But but yeah, it's uh, boy, and, and it's a one-time shot too. It isn't like you have a, a matinee and then a night show to kind of recover from something that may have happened in the afternoon. You've got to nail it one time. Yeah, yeah, because eyeballs, you know, the beauty of being able to watch it over and over again also means the flaws can be seen over and over again. But that's what makes music beautiful, <laughs> I think. Um, are you guys doing this in like a, a soundstage or have you rented out like a hockey arena to kind of keep it in the real, the feel of the real show? This is going to be done in Nashville. It's, it's a theater soundstage. I, I believe it's been used for some other live pay-per-view things. So it's, it's set up for it. You know, obviously Nashville, everything that we need is going to be right there. Um, but also I think access to, to accommodations, to the hotel, was a big factor because we don't want any sense in all that. Yeah, I mean, obviously with, with the production you guys normally tour with, social distancing on stage should not be a problem. You could probably all get six feet apart on some of the stages you guys have trucked around the country. Uh, Jeff, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to keep it. I know you're obviously a busy man today. Um, again, the show will be on December 18th, 8 o'clock, $30. You can go to tsolivestream.com, get the information, get the tickets, get T-shirts. Um, awesome idea and, and glad to see it. And, and hopefully this time next year we're talking about, you know, you guys hitting every arena in the country again. Absolutely. Let's keep our fingers crossed. It's, uh, it's, it's going to get better. It's, it may take a little time, but we'll get through it.
Jeff Plate for coming on the show. We've uh, had the opportunity to talk to Jeff a number of times over the years, uh, but it was really a pleasure to talk to him about something kind of different. Uh, kind of enjoy the unique aspect of what this is going to be like. Also, want to talk uh, a little bit briefly. This uh, information didn't come out until the 24th of November, so it was a little bit past when I talked to him. But Jeff has got a new album coming out with TSO keyboardist uh, Jane Mangini. Um, and some other players, uh, including Tommy Cook on guitar, Colin Holloway on guitar, Kevin McCarthy on bass, and Zach Hamilton on keys and vocals. The band is called Alta Rain. The album is called Mother's Day. Uh, we played you a little bit of the music there. That is available on January uh, 8th. That will be available at our friends at Rat Pack Records. If you head over to Rat Pack, that's P-A-K, Rat Pack Records dot com. If you've ever bought anything from them, you know they do amazing uh, bundles with their products. Really, uh, I think, pioneer the way you can buy records. I wish every record company worked like Rat Pack did uh, because they really tailor to the fans, autograph copies, unique things. So head over there and check that out if you like the music. Again, the band is called Alta Rain. That was Jeff Plate. Again, the TSO will be doing that live stream on the 18th of December. Head over to TSOLivestream.com for 30 bucks. Get yourself uh, the access, um, and, you know, gather around and watch that. I know to take the whole family to a TSO show, you know, if you've got a couple of kids or a you know, date or whatever, it's not a, yeah, really to go to any show is not cheap. Um, this one, I mean, for what you might pay to park your car and maybe buy a drink, you can watch the live stream and, and uh, get your beer at home a lot cheaper. So check that out. Um, you know, I think it's John Bon Jovi said, until we can do what we do, we do what we can. Um, so live streams might be the only way to catch live music this year. So make the best of it, and let's hope that 2021 is a lot better. We invite you to check out our website, ironcityrocks.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, are all Iron City Rocks. You can drop us an email at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. I want to thank you so much. Uh, this will probably be the final episode for 2020, a year I think a lot of us like to forget. Uh, we've had a lot of... I think uh, highs and lows uh, here at Iron City Rocks, it's been kind of a, a different thing. We've always prided ourselves on and talking to musicians who are touring and coming into Pittsburgh and trying to get people interested in coming to see shows, which obviously has is, is been not the norm in 2020. So, um, But we've had a lot of great guests. We invite you to go back and check out the list of podcasts on our website. Uh, a year that we're proud of and uh, if you can drop us a line let us know what you liked about the show some suggestions for 2021 uh, we're always glad to interact with fans so until next time uh, have a great holiday and we'll see you on the other side 